0: hey 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 everyone welcome to another episode of the nfl digest this week we're going to be covering week nine of the nfl and we're just going to pick you all on the drill five games and out of the five those games i'm going to, one of them is norris game of the week so let's get to it okay i'm going to start you know i'm going to cover the browns because the browns honey are in some mess okay Yes, they got my whole baby father on there. My mom's Garrett <laughs> booed his thing, but they released Odell Beckham Jr. on his homie birthday, y'all. I was like, dang, not getting fired on your birthday. That's like getting fired on your day off. Two days, you should not be getting fired. Just not, we're not fired, well, released. That's what I'll say. But Odell Beckham Jr. is <clears throat> all what we're talking about. <clears throat> Where is he going to go? How's it going to impact what team he goes to? What quarterback I'm going to deal with, homie? Homie is not that difficult. Let me just say that. Everybody's slicing that, oh, that Beckham Jr. is such a drama queen. So oh, this, that, and the third. Homie is not all that difficult to deal with. Give him the ball, so he can make his numbers, so homie can pay his bills. Okay, that's all he cared about. And he wants a chip. I get it. You want a chip, but right now in the league, you don't know what team is going to really be off and popping until we get to February. Okay? So let's just keep it real. But we're talking about the Browns and the Bengals. So the Browns beat the Bengals 41-16. to Whew! The Battle of Ohio did not go in the favor of Cincinnati. So let's go. Baker Mayfield, he threw for 218 yards, completed 14 at 21 attempts, and had two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, had 14 carries for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Lead rusher and our lead receiver is Donovan Peoples Jones. I love that name. I'm just gonna say that name. I love that name. He had two receptions for 86 yards and one touchdown. Let's get oh let's go over and talk about today with my good guy Joe Burrow. LSU alum, okay. He threw for 282 yards. Had two interceptions, yikes, and completed 28 out of 40 of his attempts. Joe Mixon, he led with rushing yards um, for 12 carries for 64 yards and two touchdowns. And our lead receiver was T. Higgins with six receptions for 78 yards. So the first quarter... See, pretty, you know, evenly matched. Both teams put up seven. but let's get to it. So, Denzel Ward caught a nine, had caught a 99 yard intercept, well, intercepted, and ran back for 99 yards. He caught the ball off of Joe um, Joe Burrow and ran back for 99 yards. Not a good way to start the game. Not a good way to start the first quarter, okay? But, score a touchdown and chase Mick kicked kicked extra point, making it 7 0. Um, Cleveland. Then Joe Mix caught, um, had an 11 yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. And Evan McPherson kicked extra point, making it 7 7. Now, this is when the game kind of got shaky for the Bengals. Because in the second quarter, Nick Chubb had a one yard run, which resulted in the touchdown. And Chase McLean, McLean kicked the extra point, making it 14 7. Donovan Peoples-Jones caught a 60-yard pass from Baker Mayfield, which resulted in a touchdown. Literally, one play after each other. Saying the same. One possession after another. That happened, and Chase McLean kicked an extra point and made it 21-7. Then Chase McLean ended, um, ended up kicking a 28-yard field goal towards the end of the second quarter, which was good, making it 24-7. And then Evan to kicked um, the 27 yard field goal at the end of the second quarter, making it 24 10. Still anybody's game. Anybody could come back. It's not, you know, it's not. Ain't over yet. Ain't over, ain't over yet. Third quarter, though. And the Bengals do not touch the end zone. Not a good time to not touch the end zone, okay? Because Nick Chubb in the third quarter had a 70 yard run. Mm, mm, mm which resulted in a touchdown. Chase McLean kicked the extra point, making it 31-10. to 10. Chase, Chase, After that, Chase McLean kicked the 24-yard field goal, making it 34-10. to 10. Now the game's looking a little bit grim. But we do know that both the, the Bengals and the Browns have these weird four-quarter comebacks. And it's football. You never know. Okay? So then, you, however... Joe Mixon. He had a two-yard run and, re- and he got a touchdown. However, the Bengals went for the two-point conversion and it was no good, which made the results 16-34. to One thing about them Browns, they like to romp them numbers because then after that, David Najuku caught an 18-yard pass from Baker Mayfield which resulted in a touchdown and Chase McLean uh, McWilliam kicked extra point, making it 41-16. Yikes, yikes, yikes. So, it seems like the Browns are not missing a step since they let go of star receiver um, Odell Beckham Jr. But we will still see because if anything can happen. Odell could get on the right team and that revenge is always, always served cold. So, let's go to game number two. And we're going to talk about the Raiders and the Giants. Yes, you're probably like, what? That's not your game of the week? No, David, no, no, no. Raiders and Giants. So the Giants beat the Raiders 23 to 16. Am I talking about this game because my Giants won? Yes. Am I talking about this game because it's a good game? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm talking about it. So Danny Dimes, he threw for 110 yards, completed 15 out of 20 attempts, and had one touchdown. While Devontae Booker led in rushing yards with 21 carries and 99 yards. Evan Ingram, a name you haven't heard in a minute, he led in receiving yards with three receptions for 38 yards and one touchdown. Derek Carr, he threw for 296 yards, completed 30 out of of 20, sorry, 30 out of 46 of his attempts. He had one touchdown and two interceptions. Josh Jacobs, he led in rushing yards with 13 carries for 76 yards. And Darren Waller led in receiving yards with seven receptions for 92 yards. For those who are watching this game, if you were like me, you're a little concerned for the Giants. If you're a Giants fan, you're like, you know, the Raiders are better than us. They just are. They are better than us. And this is going to be a rough game to watch. However, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Because Evan Ingram actually started the game off with catching a 30-yard pass from Danny Dines, which which resulted in a touchdown. And then Gino, I'm sorry, um, Graham Gano. Graham Gano, I don't know why I want to say Gino Smith. I'm not paying attention. Graham Gano kicked extra point, making it 7 0 Then Hunter Rainfall. Rainfall for, wow, I'm struggling with pronunciation today, y'all. He caught a two-yard pass from Derek Carr, which resulted in a touchdown. Daniel Car- um, Carlson kicked extra point, making it 7-7. Going into the second quarter, Dale Carlson kicked a 25-yard field goal, making it 10 to 7 um, Graham Gano kicked a 35 yard field goal, making it 10 10. Ooh, we got a game here, y'all. With six seconds left in the second quarter, Daniel Carson kicked a 32 yard field goal, making it 13 10. So, one thing I gotta make sure I, rep- I reference here the Giants' defense was electrifying this game. I cannot talk about the Giants this game and this segment and not mention their defense. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Xavier McKinney. When I tell you, handling business, bro, you handling business during that game. <coughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Homie was doing what was needed to be done. And it's been a long time since we've had somebody do what needed to be done. Ooh. It felt good to actually be a Giants fan. So, and also, Xavier uh, McKinney was named the NFC um, Defensive Player of the Week because homie was doing it. He was doing it and doing it and doing it. Wow. He was taking care of all of our defensive issues. He shut down, Carr. Shut it down. Okay? But let me continue. Like I said, um, um, Daniel Carson, at the, at the, it was 6 seconds left on the clock. He just kicked a three to your field goal, making it 13-10. I think I just said that. But... Y'all can hear it again. Xavier McKinney, like I said, um, intercepted car at the beginning of the third quarter and had a 41-yard interception return for a touchdown. Then, gain up to the extra point, making it 17-13. Still, anybody's game, and we know how this goes. Giants fans, we are not impressed until that clock hits 0-0-0 zero, 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 and then a 4th. Okay. Cause then Daniel Carson kicked a 25-yard field goal, making it 16 to 17. It's getting kind of hairy. So we're going to the fourth quarter. Gano kicks a 32-yard field goal and making it 20 to 16. And that's the of the quarter. At the end of the game, which was well, around the end of the game with three minutes and 21 seconds, Gano kicked a 32, 38-yard field goal, making it 23 to 16. And Giants defense was able to shut down Carr. For the remainder of the game, which resulted in the Giants' victory, shout out to the G-men who are on bye week this week. So for week ten, you well no, yeah, week ten you won't be hearing from them, but they they did the thing, heading heading out to the bye right now, and it's crazy. Y'all gonna think this is nuts because it's really insane. The Giants are actually number three in on the NFC East. Yes, they are tied with the Eagles after the Eagles have suffered their loss um, this past week to. I'm not gonna let this escape my head to the Chargers. So, yep, yeah, we're tied with the Eagles. Yeah. Um. So ha, yeah, all y'all who thought we were terrible, ha ha ha. <laughs> Wait, this is a bad division. Bad division. Now let's talk about a terrible game: the Bills and the Jaguars. The reason why I'm talking about this game is because I could not believe this happened. I couldn't believe it. It's like I couldn't believe the Saints felt a loss to the Falcons. I could not believe the Bills lost to the Jags. Yes, the former one and six Jags are now two and six because they beat the Bills nine to six. You know what that tells me? That tells me that there's a lot of trash on this field. Okay, let's get to it. Josh Allen threw for 264 yards, completed 31 out of 47 of the attempts, and had two interceptions. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing that trash now. But he also led in rushing with five carries for, four, for 50 yards. Stephon Diggs had um, six receptions for 85 yards. Trevor Lawrence, he threw for 118 yards, completed 15 out of 26 of his attempts. Carlos Hyde, he was the leading rusher for 21 carries for 67 yards, while Dan Arnold led in receiving yards with four receptions for 60 yards. When I tell you guys, this game was pathetic. Huh. Ugh. That tick. Okay, because it's the, the, if you had, if you had a kicker, if your kicker was either Tyler Bass or Matthew Wright, I know your fantasy was jumping. Because all they did was kick field goals. That's it. And I honestly it only was three. So maybe your fancy was not jumping. You had um, uh, Tyler Bass, but if you had Matthew Wright, maybe you guys, you just did pretty decent. they pretty decent, but yes. Let's get to this, this, this. I just couldn't believe, when I saw the final score, I was just like, what happened? Did I miss something? Yes. You missed it all, sis. I was very, very, very confused how this could happen. And only because, not just going to say it. No, let's going to say it. The Bills are the better team. What happened? Like, did, did people get sick? Some people were injured? Like, what is the problem? Because this should not have happened. But Matthew Wright, let's go to the four, first quarter. Matthew Wright kicked, kicked a 39-yard field goal, putting the Jags up 3-0 to zero in, the, in the middle of the first quarter. Towards the end of the first quarter, Tyler Bass kicked a 24-yard field goal, tying in the game, 3-3. In the second quarter, Tyler Bass comes out kicking with a 41-yard field goal, um, making it 6 3 Buffalo, Michael, sorry, Matthew Wright, that his, well, it was 5 minutes, 30 seconds left on the clock, kicked a 55-yard field goal, making it 6 6 And nobody touched the end zone the entire third quarter. Yikes. You were used to Buffalo putting up at least 20 to twenty to 30 points. On a good day, 40 points. To see the offense just be shut down in such a way, it was just... It, I literally thought Buffalo was one of the teams that was going to be able... Which is still one of the teams, I still agree, they're one of the teams that are going to definitely do some damage in the AFC. I can't wait to see whether they play before in the playoffs. But this game was just like, it must have been a fluke game. You know how that happens when you're on the roll, and then, you know, you slip up. You trip. This must be a trip, because this don't make no sense. Because in the fourth quarter, towards the beginning, which is 12 minutes to 10 seconds uh, on the clock, Matthew Wright a 21-yard field goal, making it 9-6. And Buffalo did not even get near the end zone. They didn't touch the end zone again. And that's how the game ended, folks. No one got back to the end zone. Just a whole lot of three outs. Really, really, really sorry football. And on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about my number four game, and then I'm gonna give you all my game of the week. You're gonna be kind of surprised what game I pick as my game of the week. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back. Again, if you're somewhat interested in starting your own podcast, all you have to do is go on go on and download Anchor anchor is one is the best podcast generating site where you can record your podcast edit your podcast add effects to your podcast add music to your podcast and publish your podcast all for free anchor is the platform that you need to get your podcast started and the best part about anchor is once you submit your sorry um, not only submit your uh, podcast but publish it Then it goes to a variety of different podcast generators, such as Apple, Spotify, even Anchor themselves, where you can listen to your own work and everyone else can listen to you as well. So if you're ready to get those podcast dreams off the shelf and make them a reality, just go on and download Anchor, and that is as easy as it can be. So our number four game we're going to talk about. It's going to be the Vikings versus the Ravens. Oh, this was a crazy game. It was almost my game of the week. It was only my game of the week. But this was a great football game. The Ravens beat the Vikings 34-31. But let's get to how that happened. So, let's start with our guy, Lamar Jackson. He threw for 266 yards, completed 27 out of 41 attempts, had 3 touchdowns and 2 interceptions. He also led in rushing yards with 21 carries for 120 yards. Marquise Brown led in receiving yards with 9 receptions for 116 yards. Kirk Cousins, he threw for 187 yards, completed 17 out of 28 of his attempts, and had two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, he had um, 17 carries for 110 yards, and Justin Jefferson had three receptions for 69 yards and one touchdown. This game could not be any more evenly matched. Pretty much, this game was it went down to overtime, and... A field goal decided the the winner. So Justin Tucker, at the starting of the first quarter, kicked a 37-yard field goal, putting the Ravens up three to zero. And then Justin um, Jefferson caught a 50-yard pass from Kirk Cousins, which resulted in a touchdown and Greg Joseph' extra point, making it seven to three. Going into the second, Kirk Cousins had a one-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown, making it 14-2-3. Greg Joseph, um, they kicks a 36-yard field goal, making it 17-3 on Minnesota. So the Ravens had trouble at the first, pretty much the first half of this game, getting into that end zone and completing these uh, completing these, um Catches a lot of complete passes and a lot of three and outs. However, Devontae Freeman had five yard. He caught a five yard pass from Lamar Jackson, which resulted in a touchdown. Then Justin took the extra point, making it ten to seventeen. Going into the third, Kenny. I'm not even going to try to pronounce homie's last name because he got that. He did what I love. I love a kick. Return touchdown. I'm a sucker for it. I think those are the coolest. I also believe that's when you're like at top-notch physical ability. Homie ran 98 yards to return uh the return the punt. Sorry, return the kick and resulted in a touchdown. And then Greg Joseph kicked the extra point, making it 24 to 10. Patrick Richard, uh, Richards then have caught a one-yard pass for Lamar Jackson, which resulted in a touchdown. Justin Tucker kicked extra point, making it 17-24. to So, Vikings are still not, still in the lead in this game. They still are running this board right now. However, in the fourth quarter, things changed, y'all. Things changed. Because then, Devin Duvernay, Duvernay, Caught a five-yard pass from Lamar Jackson, which resulted in a touchdown, which tied the game. Because then Justin Tucker kicked extra point, making it twenty-four to twenty-four. Le'Veon Bell then had a one-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Then Tucker kicked extra point, making it thirty-one to twenty-four. However, the Vikings do not die easily because Adam Thielen caught a one-yard pass from Kirk Cousins, which made it thirty-one. Two thirty-one, especially after Greg Joseph Kiddert's point. So we're going into a good old overtime. Yes. Overtime. The entire overtime process, both teams are struggling to get to that end zone. They had to get a field goal, get a touchdown. It was a lot of drama, a lot of stress. However, Justin Tucker with 16 seconds left on the clock, the 36-yard field goal, making it 34 31 Baltimore. An amazing game, an exciting game. And the only other game to me that topped that for the week is my game of the week. And that will be the Chicago Bears versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, ooh, this was a good game, buddy. Good, good game. This young man, Justin Fields, ooh, kinda good game. He played he played hard. This young man played hard. However, Let's get to it. So, start, start, start with Justin Fields, he threw for 291 yards, completed 17 out of 29 of his attempts, had one touchdown and one interception. David Montgomery, he was the leading rusher with 13 carries for 63 yards, while Cole Kemet was the leading receiver with 66 receptions. Sorry, six receptions for 87 yards. Big Ben. He threw for 205 yards, completed 21 out of 30's attempts, and had two touchdowns. Najee Harris was the leading rusher with 22 carries for 62 yards and one touchdown, while um, Dante Johnson led in receiving yards with five receptions for 56 yards. I am going to get to this game because this game was fun to watch. It was a good game. So Najee Harris in the first quarter he had a 10 yard run which resulted in a touchdown. Chris Boswell kicked the extra point making it 7-2-0. In the second quarter Pat hmm, I'm not going to try to try to pronounce Pat's last name but he caught a 4 yard pass from Big Ben which resulted in a touchdown. Chris Bos- Boswell kicked the extra point making it 14-0. Cairo Santan- Santos I'm going to say Santana, wow. Cairo Santos gets a 30 yard field goal making for the um, Bears making it 3-14 that's how we're going into halftime. The third quarter they stay a little shaky but I'm telling y'all the, the best part of the game is the fourth quarter. So in the third quarter Carla, um, Cairo Santos gets a 22 yard field goal make, putting, a, putting the Bears 6-14 on the board. Pat Mm, man, I can't forget that young man's name. Have <laughs> a 10-yard quarter 10-yard pass from Big Ben, making it 20 to 6. Now, four quarters where things get dicey. This is like a good fourth quarter nonsense. Because then Darnell Mooney, he had a 15-yard um run, which resulted in a touchdown playing the um Bears up and then Cairo Santos kicked the extra point, which put made them 13 to 20. And then Chris Boswell uh, kicked a 54 yard field goal, make it 23 to 13. Um, DeAndre um, Houston then re- um, returns a fumble, catch gets the fumble, and returns it for a touchdown, which put the um. Which puts the Bears up to twenty to twenty-three. Now the game is getting close. And then Chris Boswell get the fifty-two-yard field goal, which put the um, Steelers up twenty-six to twenty. Then Darnell Mooney catches a sixteen-yard pass from Justin Fields, which resulted in a touchdown. Then Cairo Santos catches, um, kicks the extra point. Wow, kicks the extra point, making it twenty-seven to twenty-six. That was with a minute and 46 seconds on the clock. But you got to know one thing about Big Ben. You, you can never count on a legend. You can't count on a legend. Because Big Ben marched those Steelers down that field with 26 seconds left on the clock. Chris Boswell kicked a 40-yard field goal, which sent the Pittsburgh Steelers with a victory of 29-27. Great football game. Four quarter gave me all the drama, all the suspense, all the action that you were looking for. It came right at the end of that game and it was everything you needed. So that is why this is Norris Game of the Week, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Chicago Bears in Pittsburgh. And that is it, everybody. That's the end of this episode. I did not share a spotlight of the week on my view report, so I will share one here. And my spotlight for this week is going to be Regina King. Regina King, as an actress, oh my gosh, the range, the range, the range. Regina King has been an actress for... Since she was, what, like, at least 12? Sis has been doing this game since she was 12. She's been an actress since 1985. I remember when she had Different Strokes. Yes, I was not born in the 80s, but I got to watch the reruns, so sh- shut up. So she's on Different Strokes. Not Different Strokes. Wow, y'all take me and throw me away. 227! I met 227. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. So yes, I remember her. She was on that all the way up to where she is now. And this weekend, I got to have the privilege of watching The Harder They Fall on Netflix. Oh, amazing. Her character gave me everything I needed to give. I enjoyed the movie 100%. One hundred percent, and just the amount of talent she brings. She's also voices Huey and Riley in the Boondocks, which one of my favorite cartoons growing up, especially like my, my teen years. She's um, amazing in Watchmen. Come on, Sis has been here for a long time. We remember her back in the boy when she was a boy in the hood. We knew. Y'all know, y'all know me best. Y'all know who my girl is—that's Janet Jackson, and she co-starred Janet Jackson amazingly in *Poetic Justice*. Regina King's range is like no other, and Sis has been awarded so many times for just her ability to transform on that screen and that stage. She is such an amazing actress, and. After watching her amazing performance this past weekend, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, gonna do it. She's definitely my spotlight of the week. And to end this episode, I'm going to share my fitness tip of the day. Have you guys been seeing that the MTMV Sports Podcast Network? We have been doing the See You Sweat Challenge, which is a very, very positive challenge where we are supporting one another into getting to work out, getting healthy, getting fit, and yes, right before holidays, yes, it's about to be Thanksgiving, yes, we're about to eat a ton of food, but still, you still have to learn to uh, you know change your body, change your habits, and maybe, just maybe, you won't eat five plates of food, okay? Maybe eat two or two and a half. So, you know, this is this challenge has been a lot of fun. Um those who've been on our Facebook group has been seeing that we're posting videos, posting that we're working out. And you guys definitely have seen me, I've been posting on there, but I'm just gonna again continue to encourage everybody to get out there, get active, get motivated. But I'm also gonna my tip of the day is your rest day. It is important for your body to rest. My rest day is Sunday. As you guys know, I watch football. So I like to relax on Sundays. I do not push my body on Sundays. Now, Monday through Saturday, oh, I'm going hard intensity. I just do because you guys know I'm getting ready for my 30th birthday. But still, I say on um, on my Sundays, I like to allow my body to calm down from the week, on my body to heal. Sometimes, we know, we might overwork out and we got some things don't feel right. I get my body just relaxed. I stretch, get good. I'll get, we'll have a whole episode, not episode, whole session on stretching. But still, I let my body do what it needs to do to bounce back so it can be its best tip-top shape for Monday's spin workout. So that's what I'm telling you guys. My tip of the day is to make sure you get that rest day in. And rest day... It can be doing yoga. It can be just laying around, but make sure you stretch and get your body active, but still keep it very low so your body can be able to perform at its best to start your week off. And that is it, everybody. You guys continue to stay safe out there. Again, we're still fighting this pandemic. So you know that the viewport report and, and for that, just a part of hashtag wear a mask, which goes from nose to, nose to chin, Not nose lip or lip to chin. So make sure you continue to wear your mask the correct way. And let's help fight this global pandemic and keep ourselves safe, especially right before the holidays. No one wants to go into the holiday season sick. That's one thing nobody's vibing for. Nobody's like, yo, it's lit if we go to the holiday sick. That's lame. Don't do that. So get us continue to wear our mask, continue to stay safe out here, continue to do what we need to do. To protect our bodies and protect ourselves and protect our loved ones so next time you guys stay happy stay blessed and i'll see you next week bye